I quit nursing school. Welcome to the NRSNG podcast by NRSNG.com. Thank you so much for being here. My name is John Haas, RNCCRN, and I'm the founder of NRSNG.com. Right now at NRSNG.com, if you head over there, you can get started with our NRSNG Academy, which is our suite of courses and tools that are going to help you from day one of nursing school until you get your RN onto your NP. We have a complete, massive suite of courses, tools, lectures, cheat sheets, everything that you need. That's nrsng.com slash academy, and you can get started for just $1. nrsng.com slash academy. Now I want to tell you my story uncensored, and I understand that there's going to be a lot of people who don't agree with anything that I say here, and who may even be angry by what I say here. But I want to tell you my story Uh, And what happened with me while I was a nursing student, I want you to listen until the end. I'm going to share with you how I got over the tremendous amount of stress, of frustrations, of anger even, that I had and was able to return to nursing school, okay, and then build in our SNG. Now, what I want you to do is if you're feeling like this, if you're feeling like you, you want to quit nursing school, like you want to quit nursing I want you to apply some of these strategies that I'm going to give you. But before I give you those strategies, I want to tell you my story. I started nursing school with very high hopes. But after my my fourth semester, I I dropped out. I quit nursing school. And now I don't want you to think that I went into nursing school with unrealistic expectations. I knew that nursing school was going to be hard. I mean, if you think about it, the entire point of nursing school is to learn how to completely take care of a human being during suffering, during the most complex health issues and the most difficult times of their lives. And I knew this going into it. So I didn't go in with this unrealistic expectation, thinking it was all going to be perfect and easy and I was just going to waltz through, get my degree. No, I knew it was going to be hard and I expected it to be hard. In fact, I had a meeting with the administration of my program, including the dean uh, and the president of the college at one point and suggested that they needed to make our program even harder, that it was too easy and that we weren't learning what we needed to do to be competent nurses on the floor. Okay, and I attended an accelerated BSN program or an ABSN um, program designed for working professionals that already had a degree in a, in a different field and wanted a career change. So I attended this accelerated BSN program, which basically condenses, you know, the, the, the four years of nursing school down into 18 months. At the end of it, you had your BSN and you could go take the NCLEX. And so that's what I did. Now, attending nursing school was a huge decision for me and my wife. As I talked about before uh, in the last podcast episode, I talked about how I had, had another job in in, uh, in the business world. And so attending nursing school, the, the program that I got into, the program that we found that was going to work for us was about 1,400 miles away. It was We were moving from Houston, Texas, all the way up to Illinois. And my wife was pregnant, and it was wintertime. So this was a big commitment. We had to really be sure that this is what we were going to do. It was a private school. It was going to uh, cost a lot. But this program worked for us because it was the ABSN program where I could get done faster. And it had weekend and night classes where I could uh, be home with our child while my wife worked. And then I could go to school on the weekends and nights while she was home with our son that we, we hadn't had yet. Okay. But I made a promise with myself before even starting nursing school. I promised myself that I was going to give it 110% to learn everything I could to be the very best nurse possible, the best nurse that I could be. And from day one, I was spending time in the library every single day diving deep into lecture material. 
our library was open 24 hours, so I would be there until late into the night uh, when when I had to go in the nighttime, and then I would be there early in the morning when, when possible to study and to learn everything that I could and to really absorb all this knowledge that I needed to know. The result of this was, during my first semester, I got a, a 4.0 GPA. This was the very first time in my life that I ever got a 4.0. Uh, you know, even through high school, grade school, college, everything, I'd never gotten a 4.0 before. And so my first time to ever get a 4.0 was actually in nursing school. And so I thought, wow, okay, uh, it pays off to, to, to study. So the second semester, same thing, got a 4.0. Uh, and I was one of only two students in my entire cohort to get a 4.0 that semester. I had basically one thing on my mind during this time. And that was nursing school. That's all I thought about. Now, at the same time, in, in April uh, of, of my first spring semester, my wife had just had our first child. His name was Taz. Now, he was born with a congenital condition that required a two-week stay in the NICU and three subsequent surgeries that required week-long hospital stays during the first year of his life. So I'll never forget those times being in the hospital, staying up late, late into the night, studying by the light of the emergency room signage right outside our room. Then waking up in the early morning hours with Taz or going across the street to the nursing school and rushing back to baby Taz. Those were actually really sweet times that I really missed. My wife would sleep on the couch in the, in the, in the, um, in his hospital room. I would sleep on the ground or in the chair. Uh, I would study. I would go to school. I would be there with Taz. Those were really kind of sweet times with us. We didn't have much. We didn't have uh, we didn't have a lot of money. And uh, we were deep in, in nursing school debt, but we were there together as a family. It was a really sweet time. Now, life wasn't easy, but we were happy, you know. We were buried in student debt. We were living on food stamps and WIC. Our newborn was frequently in the hospitals for surgeries. We lived deep in the ghetto in this town in, in Illinois. And I was giving my all, or what was left to become a nurse. Now, what you're probably thinking right now is, why were you doing all this, John? You were like, you were overdoing it. And that's exactly what happened. The, the next semester, I quote unquote, hit my wall. Life continued on very well. And then I, then I entered into my third semester. At this point, I was feeling really confident that I could take on anything that came at me. I was wrong. Things began to build up over this third semester. Ted had his final surgery with complications. We were given a brand new nursing professor that had no business teaching in any capacity ever and I really started feeling the pressure. The professor mentioned became more and more obtuse with her thinking and was clearly not in the game of educating students and helping students become nurses, but appeared to be reaping some sort of vengeance on some past experience. She had a complete and utter lack of understanding of education, clinical nursing, and general people skills. Now, I know you think I'm being harsh, but I'm actually being kind. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of you that are listening to this that might be smirking a little bit because you're thinking of that professor at your school. Um, I also had a lot of great professors, but this one, with everything else, really started to weigh on me. And I allowed all of this to weigh on me. It got to the point that I was completely unable to think about or focus on anything other than the anger and frustration I was feeling. Literally, this is all I could think about. I couldn't sleep. Uh, I could barely study. I, I stopped working out. I stopped eating well. I just became very wound up. Just very, very wound up. I wanted nothing to do with class or this woman, yet the anger I felt began to control my life. 
That semester, I ended with a C in her class. I lost my motivation. I hit a nursing school, and all I could think about was quitting nursing school. I was literally ready to forget about nursing forever. That motivated person who several months before, about a year before, was prepared to be the best nurse ever, super nurse, was now ready to give up on nursing forever. My wife kept trying to help me to see past my frustrations. She kept me going at that point. Uh, the next semester I had great professors and experiences, but the drive and motivation were completely gone. So some of that stress had left, but my motivation was gone. I didn't feel it anymore, if you can say that. I was still a good student and loved every minute of clinical, but I hated school. My school so much. I just simply couldn't get past that frustration. My mind couldn't focus on anything else. The point finally claimed that I couldn't help but look outside of nursing for employment. A job opportunity arose back in Texas, all the way back in Texas, where we were from, and I wanted to jump at it. My plan was to burn rubber out of the school parking lot, say goodbye to the town forever, and forget about nursing forever. Luckily, like I said, my wife kept me going at that point, and she convinced me to talk with my program and line up a way for me to withdraw from nursing school rather than quitting. I was simply just going to call them or send them an email or something after I got back to Texas and said, screw it, I'm done with nursing, forget it. But luckily, my wife convinced me to withdraw. Now, by doing this, I, I was able to uh, keep the door open to return to the program within one year and pick up right where I had left off before. Now, I had no interest in doing this, but to appease my wife and to keep her happy, I went ahead and did this. In my mind, I was going to quit, quit nursing, quit nursing school forever, um, and just mark the experience up as another life mistake. But fortunately, my wife had other plans. Now, if you go into Google right now and you type in quit nursing school, over 14 million results are going to pop up. 14 million. Okay, now I know there's a lot of you who, who, um, who are much more balanced than I was at this time several years ago who are listening to this and thinking, you're crazy, John. Like, what are you doing? You're seeing the holistic picture um, and you're trying to figure out why I would go to this length, right? However, I want you to keep in mind, those, those who are there with this, I want you to keep in mind that myself and many others are deeply struggling emotionally, physically, mentally, in every way possible with simply trying to wake ourselves up again to go back to nursing school. There's 14 million results in Google for quit nursing school. This is something so many people struggle with. And I, I tell you that not just based on that Google search, right? Like I said, we get hundreds of emails a day from people who are struggling in nursing school. And that just doesn't have to be the case. I'm going to give you seven tips to stay mentally sane during nursing school. And not just in nursing school, like if you apply these things throughout your life, you're going to be far more balanced. And this is these are things that I have to remind myself of all the time. You guys just heard my story. I struggle with staying with staying balanced and, and staying sane and staying holistic in life. Okay, I'm being raw, I'm being honest with you guys right now. This is something that I struggle with. So as I tell you these things, I'm gonna tell you that I struggle doing these things all the time, but I want you to apply these seven things. So right after my final semester, 
or right before my final semester, I withdrew from nursing school just 10 weeks from graduation. Now, fast forward the clock, you guys know the rest of the story. One year after quitting nursing school, I returned to complete my degree. I ended with a 3.89 GPA overall, landing a spot in a trauma one ICU, precepting, charging, um, starting NRSNG.com, and now reaching literally millions of nurses and nursing students each and every week. With that said, I want to offer you these seven tips to stay mentally sane. Now, full disclosure, I did not do these things during my program, and I nearly went insane. And that is why I temporarily quit nursing school. Now they say hindsight is 2020, and I feel that had I done these things, had I been able to do these seven things, I might not have hated it so much, and I might have actually come out a better person from those struggles and from those trials. Nowadays, I try to implement these seven things as best I can. So here's the list. I'm going to list these off and then we'll talk a little bit more in depth about each one of these things. Avoid becoming unidimensional. Number two, realize that after nursing school is when you begin to learn in exponential leaps. Number three, develop, develop healthy habits. Number four, you are not your grades. Number five, deep work. Number six, find a good friend or start keeping a journal. And number seven, realize that life is a journey. So let's talk quickly about these seven steps. Now, if you want to read more about these seven steps, head over to nrsng.com quit. That's nrsng.com quit, where I go through these seven steps a little bit more and provide you some links um, for some additional resources. So number one, you avoid becoming unidimensional. You are more than just a nurse. You're a human being with varied interests. Don't drop everything when you start nursing school. Make sure to take time to still be you. Now in life, when you become a nurse, when you get that BSN, when you get that RN, nursing is your vocation. You should also have an avocation, something that you don't do for money. I'll tell you, this is one of the things that I struggle with the most. I become hyper-focused on things and let other things fall to the wayside and focus just on one thing. But don't become unidimensional. Develop an avocation, something that you do just for the love of it. Now, Nurse Bass is a good example of this. He runs a YouTube channel for nursing students. He also finds a lot of time to work out and to spend time with friends. So he's a good example of that. Number two, realize that after nursing school is when you begin to learn in exponential leaps. I personally was stuck with the idea that I had to know everything prior to graduating nursing school that I had to become the perfect nurse before finishing nursing school. I've since realized that learning becomes massively accelerated after nursing school as you begin to work on the floor and as you begin to specialize. I still encourage you to take nursing school very seriously and learn all that you can, but give yourself a break. You won't know everything. When I started working, I worked in, in uh, neuro ICU. Now, I didn't learn even a fraction of the stuff in nursing school that I learned on the floor. And I didn't have to know OB anymore. I had to learn the general stuff, but I didn't need to know OB to be a neuro ICU nurse. Number three, develop healthy habits. Things like a miracle morning, fitness, and exercise. I've talked about the miracle morning several times on this show, and this is a very obvious thing, but it can't be overstated. If you're not taking care of yourself, your mind and your body will become weak. One thing I've implemented with great success in my life 
is something called the miracle morning. Essentially developing an early morning routine that includes some form of journaling, meditation, fitness, and reflection before anyone else wakes up. Sometimes just a short walk in the morning with your phone off is enough. Please try this. Wake up early in the early morning hours, meditate, incorporate silence, journal, read a book with affirmations, things that help you be positive. That's one of the healthy habits that I can encourage you to please incorporate in your life. Next is realize you are not your grades. You have to dehypnotize yourself and you have to accept yourself. What your grades are, are not a reflection of who you are. Now, sadly, many students, including myself, tie their self-worth to their GPA or how many questions it takes them to pass the NCLEX. This is just sad. Your grades do not define you. Do not allow them to control your happiness or how you view yourself. Two books that really helped me with this were uh, a book called Psycho-Cybernetics and Radical Acceptance. If I could force you to read one non-nursing book, it would be Radical Acceptance. It's just a few bucks, or you can download the audiobook and listen to it while you're driving around town, or listen to it during your miracle morning. The book literally had me in tears and opened up a new world of accepting myself at a level that I had never achieved previously. I'm confident that if I had found this book prior to dropping out of nursing school, I would have gotten my RN one year earlier. Now, my good friend Tarang Patel, he's CRNA, he went to nursing school with me and he was very good about this. He would kept trying to tell me, look, it doesn't matter what you get on the test. What are you, what are you learning? How are you improving? It doesn't matter the grade. And I just, I, I didn't really grasp it during nursing school. Next, I want you to incorporate something called deep work. Set aside focused study time. Now, deep work is a concept outlined in a great detail by Cal Newport in his book by the same title that involves allowing yourself time to dive into deep mental states and accomplish great tasks by learning to get deep into your work. Now, if you apply this to nursing school, you can learn how to organize your life to allow sessions of deep work into your studies. One three-hour deep work session is probably worth more than several unfocused days of meaningless study. There is a podcast at that link, nrsng.com slash quit. I have a link to a podcast where he details this more. Um, but during deep work, your phone is off, your email is off, uh, your Facebook is off, your Instagram, your, your Twitter, whatever is all off. And you're deeply focused on what you're doing. Okay, so that's what deep work is. Then I want you to lastly realize that life is a journey. I lose track of this often. Realize that life is a journey. You don't have to achieve perfection today. You have a lifetime to work toward it. You don't have to pass the NCLEX tomorrow. You don't have to get accepted to nursing school this semester. You have a lifetime. This is who you are. This is what you want to do. You don't have to do it all today. This is something called the power of yet. And this is something that uh, Carol Dweck, who's a Stanford researcher and author, writes about in her book called Mindset. Realize that you're not a finished product. You don't have to do anything today. Now... Let me say something that is going to offend and upset a lot of people. I dropped out of nursing school. And let me be completely honest with you. I don't really regret it too much. That's right. I don't regret that I quit nursing school really at all. My mind was in such a terrible place. I can't imagine how tainted, angry, and just plain horrible I would have been at my first job had I started working at that point. I, I truly don't even want to imagine it. After I withdrew, I turned nursing completely off in my brain. I didn't think about it at all for about seven months. I had no plan to return to nursing school, so nursing just, boom, shut off. 
I no longer really thought about it. Then something happened in about February. At this point, I was ready to go back. After talking to my school, I got everything set up to return and complete my final semester. This time I was hungry. I was excited. I was in a completely different mental state. I was motivated and able to face any challenge that came at me. I was fresh. So while I don't really suggest quitting nursing school, like don't just quit because it's hard right now. Don't just quit um, because you don't feel like going to school today. I will say that in my case, I'm glad that I did. It wasn't the end of the world. Remember, life is a journey. Now, listen, we need more nurses. And let me rephrase that. We need more nurses who give a damn. If you want to quit nursing school, if you hate nursing school, and we all do, if you're thinking about dropping out, do me a favor. Okay, can you promise me this? And if you're thinking about dropping out, please email us. Email me at contact at nrsng.com before you do. But before you drop out, do me a favor. Start with uh, those seven suggestions that I listed above, those seven things listed above. How many of those are you doing daily? Can you do a better job at some of them? If you feel that, in a, that you're in a mentally healthy place and have implemented all seven of those steps, and you still feel that you need to leave your nursing program, please work with your school to withdraw in good standing. This just means that in the crazy chance that you decide to return to nursing school, the door is still open. Make sure you sit down with your advisor, your dean, uh, and whoever else needs to be involved to clearly understand any stipulations that apply if you decide to withdraw. For some, the only answer may be to distance themselves for a time. This is a good thing. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you will be a terrible nurse. It doesn't mean that nursing school's defeated you. It doesn't mean that you're a quitter. Nursing school is not real life nursing. Just keep that door open. I was inches away from becoming, from not becoming a nurse myself. I'm very glad that I kept that door open. You will never meet anyone that tells you that nursing school was the best experience of their life. It's just not. It basically sucks, but you can do it. If you see no other option and you're in a poor mental health state, take some time, take some distance, see if you can relight that fire. What I want you to get from this, guys, what I want you to understand is that we all struggle okay i myself struggle we all have dark moments we all struggle we all have dark moments we all have um, moments when we don't want to go on but realize that life is a journey learning how to handle these dark moments is what makes us strong learning how to handle these dark moments is one of the hardest things in our lives but it's one of the most important things of our lives that nursing school was one of the darkest moments of my life. But I've had other hard moments since. I wasn't the only one. And I've learned, and I'm trying to learn, how to confront those dark times and continue on. Now, I chose to withdraw from school. I don't think it's the best option for everyone. But for me, I have no doubt that it was. If you get to this dark of a moment and you feel that quitting is the right option, please do it in the right way so the door is still open. We need more nurses who give a damn. Listen, guys, at NRSNG, we deeply care about you. I'm always surprised and stuff when people on Facebook and stuff will say, oh, you guys really do care about us. Yeah, we really do. Okay, we really do care about you guys. We want you to succeed. I'm not just, I'm not just blowing smoke when I say that. We want you to succeed. Our mission as a company is to provide you tools and confidence to succeed on the NCLEX, in nursing school, and in your life, okay? We can't do that without caring about you guys. So please take to heart the suggestions I provided for you here and realize that 
if you don't feel that anyone else is there for you, we're here for you, all right? We're here for you. You can reach out to us on, on social media. You can reach out to us uh, over email. Contact NRSNG.com and realize that we're here for you. But lastly, as, as part of our NRSNG Academy, we have a private Facebook group where members of the NRSNG com- uh, Academy can communicate and can share. It's kind of like we call it our online private cohort, our NRSNG Academy cohort. We would love to have you as a part of that as well. Now, NRSNG Academy is, is a paid membership. You can get a, a, a three-day trial for just $1.00. But if you join the NRSNG Academy, you can get, be a part of that private Facebook group. But if you're not a part of that, no no big deal. Uh, join us on, on our other social media. Talk to us through email. Listen to the podcast. And we're here for you. All right. Now, you guys know what time it is now. It's time to go out and be your best self today. Happy nursing. <laughs>